Happy New Year! <laughs> Welcome to Transition Podcast. My name is Noma. Let's chat, people. Happy New Year. Yeah, I was feeling a bit, you know, bubbly with excitement there. <laughs> Happy New Year again. How have you been? How has the first 20 days of 2024 been? Um, on a larger scale, it hasn't been great or it doesn't look great. You know, there's so much going on in the world right now. Like it feels like the world is literally on fire. And um, we... we for some of us, all we can do is pray. You know, that is where I influence. And it's not that that is even a small thing, but that is where I influence extends to, or that's where I influence stops. And there are some of us out there as well who can pray, who believe in the power of prayer and pray and are fortunate and have been blessed by God to actually be able to sit and dine with these kings and presidents and political and influences and politicians and some and maybe you're even one of them you know and just to speak wisdom you know speak wisdom to those people and also to if you're one of those people to turn to wisdom yourself in making those decisions um it's been a lot going on i mean the the list i can't the list is is overwhelming of the different things happening in different pockets of this world and I just pray. I just pray that God takes absolute charge and control. And like I was saying with my mom, or to my mom rather, you know, one of the things that this season has highlighted is just the importance of being intentional about joy for your own self and being intentional about peace in your own life, you know, um, knowing where you're putting your eyes, because sometimes really, if you put your eyes just on everything going on around you, which I've done a couple of times, not just even in this season, but even in the past, just looking at this situation and that situation and that situation, there are moments you won't want to get out of bed. <laughs> you know, you start asking yourself, like, what's the point of all of this? Jesus, just come now and let this whole thing end. And and while that remains the prayer, um, you know, it is important that in this season we are intentional about our joy, we're intentional about our peace, and we we know that we can re retreat into the corner of our world or into ourselves and into the relationships we have and just be nourished and nurtured and also nourish and nurture people. You know, it's not just about us receiving it, but also giving it out and then we're able to receive that strength to get into the world and do what we need to do day to day. So this episode being the first episode of the year, I just wanted to share a couple of things that I won't call it resolutions, you know, I, I, but things that I have, and I won't say I've prayerfully thought of it either, but just things that I believe have been impressed on my heart in one way or the other. <laughs> um, to do or not to do this year. And I think maybe get into a little bit of backstory. If there's backstory to the points I'll raise, <laughs> I'll raise now. Um, okay, so obviously we know what resolutions are, you know, I know we know that, you know, but it's, it's the thing that when we enter into a new year, we often 
look for a way, you know, new year, new you and all that buzz and all that craze and, you know, going off sugar and taking more walks and, you know, you know, whatever it is, um, want to do something different, especially things that we felt in the previous year didn't work. And so we want to try something different and we want to go to the other side. Sometimes we go very extreme um, and sometimes we're trading cautiously to the other end. Uh, But whichever way we take, we always want to, we start the year with something new in mind. And so I want to share a couple of that with you. So one of the first things that I started doing at the start of this year was once, if I'm awake, (laughs) because I can't promise that I'll still be awake by that time. But if I'm awake by 11 p.m., I stop touching my phone. I put my phone down, even if I can't get to sleep or anything, I put my phone down and I stay in bed um, because I used to have this habit where I would like to watch um, things on my phone till I sleep. So I'll look, it could be a sermon on YouTube. Sometimes it's a movie, a comedy on Netflix. You know, sometimes it's, you know, somebody's YouTube video and all that stuff. And I just watch it, watch it until I start feeling sleepy. And then I turn off the phone and sleep off. And that could be, I, I keep watching until it could, sometimes it could be midnight. Sometimes it could be past midnight, right? Um, but one thing I started to do, once it's 11, I put down that phone. You know, even if I'm watching anything, as soon as I see that, oh, it's getting to 11 or it's like two minutes to 11, I would, wherever I stop in that episode, wherever I stop in that whatever, that program, whatever it is, you know, I just say, pause, by the grace of God, we can continue this tomorrow, good night. And um, to to be honest, I think it's, it wasn't hard, you know, I haven't found it hard. And I thank God for that, because actually for, for, for somebody having that kind of pattern where they just, you know, watch till they go to bed, to be able to just say, okay, this is this, by this time I'm stopping and I haven't struggled with it. I am really, really like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like I won't take the credit. Um, and why did I decide to do that? I don't know. There was nothing major that happened. I think I just wanted to, I want to develop a healthy relationship with my phone. <laughs> um, I don't want to be one of those people that, you know, always has to be on their phone. I always has to be stimulated. And okay, I think something happened and it was something I read. There's a devotional that I'm using. And so there was one of the, the devotional talked about something about when you need to be constantly stimulated and constantly entertained. And you know, how that then transcends where you're not able to have a, able to have a prayer life. I wanted to say positive, but it's not about positive, just able to have a prayer life where you can stay in the presence of God because you're so used to being entertained that to be still, because prayer prayer time is usually a time of stillness, isn't it? And just fellowshipping, you know, your mind just wants like stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. So, um, yeah, so that's one of the things I've started in the first 20 days of 2024. And I'm praying, you know, that I stick to it and then it becomes a life pattern and it's something that I'm able to even teach or encourage other people in my life to do. And I can say, oh, you see, I started this in so, 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 and see, I'm still doing it. And, you know, five years has passed or something, you know, something. Um, but yes, once it's 11 p.m., no phone with me. I just put it down and I can stare at the ceiling. I can get lost in one thought or the other. 
Um, sometimes it's getting lost in one worry or the other, <laughs> but that is another conversation. And then I go to, to bed. Um, the second thing um, for, for me that I really desire to do uh, and I've started is um, I want to read at least, and this may sound very like, oh, that's so, what is that? But I want to read at least seven, finish reading seven books this year. Um, I used to be such a ferocious reader. Let, okay, let me tell you how I got into reading because in my family, amongst me and my siblings, the person that was such a ferocious reader was my elder sister. Nobody could read, you know, back in the day, she was like, she would read everything. And I wasn't like that, you know, I wasn't somebody who liked to read. I think my favorite thing then to read was used to be like comic books, to be honest, because you have pictures. <laughs> you can look at the picture of Archie and Veronica and Betty and Joghead, you know, and that was just what I enjoyed doing, just reading, reading comics and things with pictures. But there was a time when I was doing, so in Nigeria, there's something that is like, um, when you're preparing for like your, in Nigeria, we call it like GCSE. And so there was this lesson. So my parents had paid for me to go to this lesson. And so there was this lesson I was going to. And um, there was this girl, whenever we were not having, because the lesson was was held in a school. And the way the lesson was, we actually had like a timetable. So in a day, you know, we had our break time. Then we had the time when, okay, from this time to this time, it's so, 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 it's English, it's maths, it's that. And there was this girl that every time we were having a break, she had a book out that she was reading. She had a book out that she was reading. And I'm the kind of person that I, I tend to like admire people. Like I, uh, people I just watch and watch and watch. And then I just, I just admire, I just start admiring them. Like, oh my gosh, this person is, you know, I, be I become so intrigued about their lives and everything. And she was just one of those people. She was also, she also had very, she had cut her hair. She was on, you know, like what we say, like low cut and, for me at that point to be a girl and be on low court and she wasn't thinking, you know, feeling so self-conscious around boys or around other girls with long hair and everything. I was just so amazed. And so one day I walked up to her after days of watching her and watching, <laughs> watching her. And so I walked up to her and I asked her what she was reading. And she was reading a Sydney Sheldon book. I can't remember the name of the book, but she was reading a Sydney Sheldon book. And then I think she asked me if I was interested that she had one that she had just finished that was in her bag. And I was like, okay, sure. And then she gave me that Sydney Sheldon book and I started reading it and I couldn't put it down. Like it was so interesting. And I think this was happening when I was like, hmm, I think maybe like 11, 12, 13, around that age. Cause I think I was entering into SS1, so senior secondary school. So it was that break where we were, you know, anyway. So I was like, maybe 12, 13. And so she gave me this book and that was how I was like, every time we read again, she would give me another Sydney Sheldon book. She would give me another Sydney Sheldon book. And that was how I fell in love with reading. And that was how from reading, I started wanting to write my own books. And so I have, to, <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of time. Like, just, I don't know where all those notebooks are. I don't know where my mother would have kept them, but I started writing books and writing stories um, I was just so enamored with with the imaginary world that these people created. But unfortunately, and I think I've mentioned this on the previous episode, I fell off the wagon of re reading books. Um, and again, it's that instant entertainment thing, I think, also had a role in it because 
I would rather turn to Netflix and be able to watch something and turn to YouTube and watch something or Instagram and watch something. And that stillness of just being in a moment, being by yourself and just engaging in a book, I lost the love for it. I lost the passion for it. And there were moments, again, I believe that my life just got too busy and too hectic that that became such a luxury to actually like, what are you doing? And yeah, so a lot of things really played a role. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so I became someone else. And um, I entered into this year wanting to get back to that. And it's also tied to having a healthy relationship with my phone because I was like, there are times when, you know, you're commuting and if if I'm not the one driving, obviously, you know, the next thing I'm doing is bringing out my phone and checking what is there and looking at that and that. And I want to have a healthy relationship with my phone. I really, that's my desire by God's grace. So um, you guys be asking me, even it's February, be like, no matter how far, how far with you on your phone, is the relationship still healthy? You know, so being able to pick up a book and read is is one way where I'm, able, I'm also putting my phone down, all right? So, and then I want to also get into that. I want to become a reader again. I want to become a reader again. And so for this year, I'm like seven books. I've started reading one and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm giving myself maybe another two weeks, maybe by the end of January, by God's grace, I'll be done with it. And then I'll pick another one. I don't want to set a a bar that is too high, like 10 books or 12 books. I'm saying seven by God's grace. That's my maximum or my minimum seven. And I'm praying that God will help me to do it. Um, and that all will be calm because sometimes when things are not calm in your life, there are certain things that just take a back seat, to be honest, regardless of how much you once enjoyed it or you enjoy it. So that all will also be calm in my life so that I'll be able to do this. And there's so many benefits about reading and stuff, which I won't get into, but yeah. So that's the second thing. Um, the third thing is I want to... Okay, so this may be funny, but... Back in the day, hmm, back in the day, 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 man, <laughs> I used I used to be the kind of person that I always painted my nails, you know, in my early 20s, when I was at uni, I was fixing my nails or painting my nails, fixing my nails or painting my nails, and I, and I loved weird colors, <laughs> for the lack of a better way to phrase it, you know, so I wasn't always picking the standard girly colors, you know, I liked colors like pink, uh, I said pink, that's standard girly color. <laughs> But I like colors that would be like purple or midnight blue or black or, you know, all these really like unique colors. And then I'll, you know, fixing my nose and all that. And then again, that's another thing that fell by the way over the years. Um, last year, or even in 2020, was it 2022? But anyway, at some point last year, I picked it up again. One day I went out, I went to the supermarket and I got different shades of, you know, nail polish. And I started to paint my nails again. And I really want to keep up with that. And that sounds very like, oh, what is she on about nail polish? I, I can't even go into, into the details of that because for the most part, I may not be able to communicate it. But that's something that I've also said, I would like to continue on this year. Just those, these are things that I, I used to do. And because of so many things going on in my life, it was like, oh, this thing just takes a back seat. And I want to... I want to get in touch with that person that enjoyed those things, that did those things. Those were, that was part of my personality, you know, and 
because of life happening, I lost a lot of these things in the process. So I want to get back to that. I used to be also the kind of person that I loved jewelry. I loved wearing bangles. I loved wearing, you know, chains like beads and necklaces and all those kind of things. Um, that was me in my early twenties. Like that's how I used to dress, <laughs> even for classes, you know, um, earrings and bangles and my wa- watches and all of that. And in fact, I actually got myself for Christmas. I gifted myself a wristwatch. It was also just part of. I want. To, I want to get back to that Norma. A lot of life happened. A lot of things took. You know, is it what would they say? Is it prevalence or, you know, a lot of things just overtook my life. <laughs> and by the grace of God, I'm trying, I want to get back in touch with those things. So, yeah, so now I wear, I don't wear like jewelry, jewelry, but there, there's this um, necklace that I was gifted and it's, it's a beautiful necklace, it's gold. And I've not, since I was gifted it, I think I haven't worn it in all honesty, in maybe like three years, like the last three years or the last four years. I've not worn it. And I started wearing it this year, you know, because I said to myself, what are you keeping this thing for? Like, what what are you keeping this thing for? You know, so I've started wearing it. And again, it's just little by little, just these are the little things that I know that I, I once... It was part of me, you know, and they are not bad things. So there are some things that are part of us that may be negative, And those are not the things to go back to, you know, where we have matured and come out of them and understood those things for what they are, that they were negative and they were not helpful. But then there were things that were just a part of us, that just a part of our personality that made us, you know, just happy <laughs> and joyous, whatever it is. And so it's just getting back to those things. So that's the third thing I've started I've, I started doing with the you know jewelry this year, painting my nails. I think I started that 2022, I believe like mid of 2022 or late 2022. I can't remember now. Oh, gosh, <laughs> it feels like 10 years has passed. Um, but yeah, so those, those things, I want to get back to them. Um, and I think the final thing I will say is, and this is something that is very uncomfortable for me because... Growing up in a Christian home, growing up in a conservative home, um, you are taught to be good. You are taught to be a good girl. And as you grow up, whether you interpret that to mean different things, what it means to be a good girl, what it means to be a good person. Some of some of it is based on scripture. Some of it is based on cultural, you know, and societal. This is what being a good girl means. And I think for me, for the one of the things that I have struggled with in my good girl, wanting to be a good person, wanting to be a good girl, is the is people pleasing. And I've talked about it. I have struggled with people pleasing for a, a big part of my life. You know, I just wanting people to be happy with me. And in the process of wanting certain people to be happy with me, I have done a great disservice to myself because I have pleased them but I've ended up being the one to pay for, for it. And um, I think one of the things that I want to continue to try to do is to not be a people pleaser. Um, one of the ways you can be a people pleaser is, 
you know you don't you don't say what is on your mind you say what you say what the safe thing is you know you say what you know this other person wants to hear even though even though you know that it's not true even though you know that that is not really how you feel you know but just to keep the peace and you know for the longest time that's what i felt about oh, one of the things about being a good girl or a good person that just to keep peace you know let people have their way just to keep peace you know, don't, don't express yourself just to keep peace. Just do it like this. This person wants you to do this. Just do it. Even though you know, it's, it's not what is in your heart or it's not what is right. And you know, there's the, the thing about being a people pleaser is that you don't want to be misunderstood. You don't want people to think you're not a good, <laughs> you're not a good person. So you just do those things. And it's just a very complex layered battle. <laughs> um, but if you have struggled with people pleasing you, you know what I'm talking about. And so that's one of the things is like accept to be, for me, it's accept to be misunderstood. Uh, because that's one of the greatest fear of a people pleaser is that you don't want people to misunderstand you. You want people to like you. You want people, you know, to think highly of you. Um, and I don't think that coming out of people pleasing is something that happens overnight is a gradual thing. The first step is that you actually know that it's something that you have struggled with. And then it's like you working on it, intentionally working on it and being okay, being okay with being misunderstood, being okay with people, you know, you know, whatever changing on you because you decided to speak up about something and express yourself and say, no, I'm not doing that. Or I, you know, I don't, I don't vibe with that. I don't agree with that. Um, it's not about being cantankerous and unnecessarily argumentative, but it's, it's about honoring yourself enough to know that your thoughts matter, your opinion matters and your feelings matter. Because the thing is again about this thing about being a good girl and being a good person is that your thoughts or you're told or that you see that your feelings don't matter, you know, is the other person. That's what it means to be a good person is that you, your, your feelings don't matter. The other person feelings matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. This other person's opinion matters. And is it's, it's, it's a layer thing. Like I said, and it's not something I want to get into now, but yeah, just knowing for me is that look, don't be a people pleaser. 2024, continue to stop being a people pleaser in 2024. Continue to express yourself. Continue to speak up. It's not about being like, again, about just arguing with people for the sake of arguing and creating drama for the sake of creating drama. It's, um, for example, is this thing people talk about that the fact that you're forgiving somebody does not mean you have to let them back into your life. But in the past, because of, oh, I want people to see that I'm a good person. You know, I can have a falling out and this, I'm just using this as an example. I can have a fallout with someone and then I forgive the person and then I bring the person back into my life and then the person does it again. But being, being your own person and not thinking about how other people will feel is like, okay, I'm forgiving you, you know, all is well. But that doesn't mean that we have to be rolling like we were rolling before. That doesn't mean we have to be kicking it like we were kicking it before you know, distance, you know, <laughs> we can create some distance. We can maintain this distance. Um, and so that is it. And, you know, being at home, like, ah, but you say you're a Christian. Why are you this? And you say you're that, my dear. <laughs> the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. So this is me loving myself by creating this distance because 
I know what this person can do. I've seen the how far this person can go. And I'm loving myself to protect myself. That is the way I can love you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think, yeah. So, those are the four things. I think I've said four things. And um, I'm making myself, in telling you, I'm making myself accountable. Uh, yeah. So, ask me. Ask me at the end of January. Ask me. Send me an email. Transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Like, no matter how far. This thing you said, where are you with it? This other thing you pointed out, where are you with it? Um, and also pray for me, okay? Because even the Bible says it's not by power or by might, but it's by his spirit. And um, just by the spirit of God to maintain these things. Because I don't believe that any of these things I've said are bad or negative. Yes, yeah, some of them may seem a bit trivial, but because of what I know they symbolize, you know. So just join me and pray with me that God will give me the grace to carry it through and ask me about it. You know, I've shared it with you because I want to be accountable. I don't want to, to cheat. <laughs> so what about you? What are the things that entering into this year, um, you know, you decided, oh, I want to do more of this. I want to do less of that. Or I don't want to do that at all. So I would like to know, send me an email, transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. And also, I'm really serious about doing the t-shirt, okay? So Transition Podcast is going to be four in November, but I'm not going to wait till November <laughs> to do the t-shirt. I'm going to do the t-shirts at some point, maybe around March, which is also my birthday month. And so I would like, if you are interested please let me know. Don't be like, oh, I don't want to stress no more. I don't want to. Let me know, okay? This is how you support me. You support me when you're wearing the shirts. People are now asking you, what is this thing on your shirts? You say, follow this link. This is how you are helping my ministry. <laughs> As we say in Nigeria, you know, this is how you are pushing, pushing me out there, you know, so that when I get on the stage, I'm like, I want to thank my Transition Podcast family. Um, so yeah, so if you're interested in the t-shirt, enough of my jokes, um, let me know, send me an email, transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. And um, yeah, happy new year. I wish you the best year that you've ever had. <laughs> And um, yeah, I'm here. So see you on the next one. Or rather, you will hear me on the next one. Bye-bye.